Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? Oh, Miles, you know what? I am really excited about this one. Yeah, uh, me it, too. It's been one that I've been wanting to do for a while now. We are at a place that has taken three of my favorite things and put them together. <laughs> Let me guess. Uh-huh, go ahead. <laughs> Sugar? No. <laughs> Let's see, bicycling has to be in there. That's right, that's one. Food? Yeah, absolute number two and, and number three. And it's easy. Oh, man, what's the third one? I don't know. <laughs> Coffee? You guessed it, Miles. That's right. Coffee, cycling, and food. We're at Spoke Bicycle Cafe in Frogtown, and our guests today are Lori Winston and Rich Latronica, the co-owners of Spoke. We'll be talking with them about how they found this perfect formula and balancing these three things together and how they're doing each of them so amazingly well, Miles. Yeah, this is right. I mean, it's literally three feet from the bike path right next to the LA River. Yeah. So... People come down, ride their bikes, come on in, get their bike repaired. You can rent bikes here. I think it's easier to ride here than it is to <laughs> drive and park. You're absolutely as right. As we learned this afternoon. <laughs> I, I ride my bike in here all the time after a nice Sunday ride. Great place to stop. So, yeah, it is very easy to get here on And bikes. I ride my bike in here once <laughs> when you showed me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, either way, it's a fantastic location and setup, and their coffee is extremely unique. They are one of the very few shops to use Tristero coffee beans a local roaster, and literally a one-man operation that's made a big name for himself because of how good it is. And Miles, the crazy thing is, is he's literally roast the beans right out of his garage. There's the magic word, Jason, garage. <laughs> All the best things happen in garages. <laughs> Computers. Yeah, that's true. I think we did this before with someone else started that's right. something in their garage. You're absolutely right. All the best things. All the best things. Well, either way, I'm ready to do this, Miles. So let's get this show on the road. We're going to be talking with Lori and Rich, trying out some amazing food and figure out how cycling got mixed into this cafe. We're talking about our week, our kids, and of course, this coffee on this edition of Coffee Cafe. <laughs> Welcome. We are two coffee-addicted dads that get together for some great coffee and conversation. We bring you the best of coffee. We take you to the greatest shops, introduce you to some remarkable people in the world of coffee on both sides of the counter, and tell you about all the incredible coffees you have to try. It's an inside look at everything coffee and what makes it so amazing. So, Miles. Jason. Where are we today, sir? Jason, we are the Spoke Bicycle Cafe yeah. in Frogtown, Frogtown, which is a name for the Elysian Valley here. Right. How, did that, a, how does that Frogtown come into play here, Miles? You know, I thought it might be something clever, but it was really just that there were a lot of frogs around here <laughs> in the, uh, <laughs> up until about the 1970s. No kidding. Well, they're actually toads. Oh, well. I learned. Yeah, but Toad Town. Well, the deeper you go into this, <laughs> you I learn they're toad toads. <laughs> um, it's right next to the LA River. Yeah. It's an outdoor, a, a large outdoor cafe. Very like very laid back atmosphere, I would say. Yeah, but, but it's like a big yard almost. There's enough room in here where you can. It looks like someone took the top off a warehouse, <laughs> yeah, much, and, a, and kept a little piece of it because you know you gotta go underneath these this uh, in through a door. Yeah, well, there's no roof on it. That's right. In here, yeah. things are painted with uh, murals on the walls. It's it really is. It's almost like you took something from uh, downtown LA, yanked it put it right here next to yeah. the LA River. It has that vibe, that atmosphere. Yeah. And so it's like a I mean it's like a yard on the inside. On 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 one end is the bicycle shop. Yeah. Very colorfully painted. <laughs> There's some bicycles along the wall that you can rent. And on the other end is a covered area and a cafe. That's right. So, Miles, yeah, the, the L.A. River Path is awesome because it's uh, about seven and a half miles long at yeah. this side of it. And you can literally start in Burbank, end up at, the I think, the one, 
110. You have you ridden the entire thing? Oh, yeah, easy. That's a, that's a walk in the park for me or a ride in the park. <laughs> How far down does it go? About the seven and a half miles. But if you then meander through downtown LA, you can pick up the other side of the LA River Trail and go all the way to Long Beach, which I've done as well. Oh, so yeah. how far does it go up into the valley? Finishes right at the end of Griffith Park. Wow. Yeah, it's a great ride. And uh, if for families, uh, for people who just you know go out for a little spin, perfect because there's no traffic. It's, it's plenty of room and this beautiful asphalt. <laughs> it's nice and smooth. It's like a really nice nature walk, so to speak. On asphalt. <laughs> Best we could do out here in L.A. <laughs> That's right. Then <laughs> uh, the cafe is where all the magic happens. I mean, What I, about the bike shop, Jason? The, well, There's no magic in the bike shop? Well, the bike shop is great because uh, it's the only bike shop anywhere in this area. <laughs> so some of the magic happens in the bike shop. That's right. <laughs> so it's really cool and convenient to have it on the L.A. River path. Uh, but then you've got this uh, coffee and the cafe, and the, what's amazing is is that they do it all so well here. It's no joke. And it's like a it's a good brunch spot too. I mean, they serve full menu. They have alcohol. Oh, like, do they? I think they have beer and wine and, and mixed drinks and everything. Yeah. So I think you get like a, a brunch crowd here on the weekends. I mean, you know better than me because well, you come here a lot. more often. <laughs> you ride a bike this far. I can't make it this far on my bike. Yeah, their food is extraordinary. There's a real chef here that came up with a menu and. You look at the menu. You say, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah, the menu looks great. I mean, options for vegan, non-vegan, and gluten-free. It looks like for a lot of the stuff. Oh on no, here. kidding! Really? They, yeah, good breakfast and lunch, open-faced toasts, mm. breakfast, breakfast sides. No, yeah, <laughs> and then full lunches and salads and bowls. Yeah, so it's really tasty because I've had a lot of it. But then we they also have this Tristero coffee. Yeah, we, tell us about that. That's an interesting brand. <laughs> it's, it's really crazy. The person who roasts the beans is just a one-man operation. He does it right out of his garage like we talked about, but they call him the wizard because what he does is incredible. And at one point, Miles, he was like one of the top roasters in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> right out of his garage. The L.A. Weekly ranked him as the top roaster yeah. when, in 2016. Yeah. When you have the coffee, you can tell why he continues to be one of the best around. It's, it's uh, the garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's the garage method. <laughs> we should uh, we should investigate the garage method of roasting coffee. <laughs> well, this all started as a bike shop on the River Trail, and I remember rolling in here when they started serving coffee from a little cart. Now mm -hmm. it's become this hot spot for great coffee and bikes and and, and incredible food. And here to tell us more about it are the co-owners of Spoke, Lori Winston and Rich Latronica. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Well, I'm glad that you're here. And I have been a long-time customer. You probably don't know me because I usually have sunglasses, a helmet, and I wear this kit. So <laughs> I just, you know, I'm another bike rider that comes in here out of millions of bike riders. Uh, but before we get into the details of your place, we do this little thing called the uh, Caffeinated Five. Okay. And what it is is five questions that we give you here that gives uh, the listeners some quick information about Spoke. And that way uh, it's helpful for them when they come here and, and know a little more reason why they want to come here. Sounds interesting to you? Yeah. All right. So uh, it, this is nothing too deep. Uh, quick off the top of your head answers. No pressure. I'm not timing you. Or Whoever a, goes faster or one at a time. You can, or you can, whichever, however yeah. it happens, it doesn't matter. the buzzers out. There, yeah, we're, yeah. That's right. We're here the buzzers. There, there are no rules on the caffeinated five. Just all we need are the answers. All right. Are you guys and ready? They're not trivia questions. No, absolutely okay. not. Is there a winning answer? Well, no. there may be. We'll see which how your answers are. Cash prizes. All right. Here we go. Yeah. So uh, question number one, do you have to ride your bike to come to Spoke? No. 
All right. Good answer. <laughs> See your day. Lori one, Rich zero. <laughs> Rich, you are way out slow on that buzzard, buddy. <laughs> so number two, how did you pick this location? Or how did you get this location? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Maybe that's Just by riding up and down the bike path. Oh, really? So if I ride a bike path, I can pick a location and put a coffee shop there? Is that what you're saying? It kind of worked like that. <laughs> All right, that's Actually, cool. we didn't know what we were doing with the space when we got it. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, well, question number three. What should everyone know about Spoke that's unexpected? I don't have enough caffeine for this one. <laughs> um, Do you need more, some more caffeine? We, should we the right, maybe the right answer is everything is expected. <laughs> Nothing is unexpected. is unexpected. No, that's can't be right. Um, yeah, that's a, I guess that's a hard question to answer because we don't know what people expect. Ah, but yeah. that's a great answer. So when they come here, whatever they expect, they kind of get anyway. So it all works out, right? I guess. There a lot go. of people don't. Or, um, or they look real confused when they get here. <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't really see places like this anywhere. That's true, so. that's true. Uh, Question number four, uh, what is your specialty drink and specialty dish? Ah. Uh, okay, for um, coffee drinks, I'd say our signature drink is the orange ginger Cubano. Ah. And for non-coffee drinks, we have a cider booch, which we make with, like, alcoholic cider, kombucha, Ooh. berries, and mint. Oh. I would call those two our that sounds delicious. signature drinks. <laughs> that does sound good. Uh, question number five. What is your first love, coffee, bikes, or food? <laughs> Me, it would be coffee. All right. Oh, Lord. food. Food. <laughs> ah, yay. <laughs> but can we, can we talk about beer, too? Sure. That, you that's put, in there. All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> coffee or beer? Now, well, I'll put you on the spot. That's the bonus question for you. Coffee or beer? coffee. All right, sir. You answered correctly. Riding bikes to get food and drinks. <laughs> there you go. Good answer. Good room. Well, uh, good good work on the Caffeinated Five, guys. This is fantastic. Now, I, as I said, I remember rolling into this place a few years ago, and it wasn't that long ago. It was, what, uh, four, three, four years ago, and it was just uh, uh, the bike shop, and then uh, I remember Rich behind uh, there, the little cart with coffee, and now look what you've done with the place. It's an amazing cafe, a beautiful spot to hang out. Feels like we were talking about. Feels like a downtown LA kind of. You ripped the place out of downtown LA and brought it here next to the river path. It's it's an amazing place. Uh, was this the always the idea to build something like this? I'd say yeah. Um, it's evolved. The idea evolved somewhat for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, if you had come out here even earlier, you would have seen us with the janky cardboard signs and a fold-up table. <laughs> no kidding. Doing, you know, AeroPress coffee. Oh, really? So that's what you were doing, just literally AeroPressing it out. And there was like a bike stand. So what steered you in the direction of, of where this eventually headed? Just the interest in the in the coffee that people had? And we always had the idea for the um, coffee and food and beer and the bike aspect as a destination and exactly the the rental idea kind of evolved as as things went on and then the full bike shop kind of evolved i mean because usually bike shops don't go with cafes (laughs) so what a genius idea you were one of the first in la to do something like that weren't you the first business on the bike path oh no kidding yeah oh wow it seemed crazy to me that there's this big bike path and long you know resource in the middle of la without cars to ride on yeah Mm -hmm. No services or amenities at all. And we just built it up gradually and everybody kind of watched like you did. Yeah. The bike shop was the same way. You know, we've added stuff to it and it's based on like customer needs. We got all, a lot of people got to know us. We got a lot of loyal customers, friends that 
because they got watched it from the beginning. So I think it's kind of cool that there's still people that come that got to see our beginnings like that. Yeah, the bike shop grow. You're, you're right. It, it, we are loyal for that reason, but for more because not only do you do this bike shop, but you have amazing food. And what I love when I come here, what impresses me all the time is that it's a menu that you don't expect. <laughs> it's something that you expect somewhere else in downtown or on even on Melrose Avenue or something like that. It's just so amazing. How did that happen? Are you a chef? <laughs> I mean, I, you said you love food. That was your number one, and I'm right behind you on that one. But how did that happen, and how do you do it all? Um, well, like I said, we one of our favorite hobbies of the past was to ride our bikes places and eat food. So we've been to a lot of places, seen a lot of food that other people have um, make in this city and we knew that we had to create something that was delicious and we also knew that for our own place you know you go to places a lot of the time and you eat this food that's all right but it's you know it's like kind of mediocre and we would always wonder like well why not just make it better you know use better ingredients use local producers and we just made up a menu of food that we would like to see and eat when we go places and with the help of our um, our chef and our menu is really pretty collaborative, quality ingredients, local producers. We have so many great um, products. Right. And, and I think it kind of like you said, people don't expect to see that here. And uh, like, because like, you could, uh, because of the location, get away probably with serving more Exa mediocre yeah. food. Yeah, um, you could. I mean, you expect, oh, well, then maybe they have some popcorn and <laughs> maybe a couple bars, you know. Yeah. Some, what are the, some of the favorite things that people can get here? I've heard so much about the the veggie burger? I have not had it yet. I've been dying to try it. I haven't gotten around to it. What makes it amazing? It's just the best tasting veggie burger you're going to get around here. <laughs> all with, right. You know, as all these places are adopting the impossible burger yeah. and stuff like that, it's harder to find an in-house made veggie burger, especially one that's any good. Right. So it's complicated. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in it. We can't tell you all oh. of the. Oh, oh my! But <laughs> some of it's vegan. <laughs> it's, there's no, no, no meat. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's all vegan. <laughs> uh, but uh, but can you t give us a couple examples of what you serve here that you wouldn't expect to serve at a place like this next to the River Trail? The breakfast tostada is super popular. It's oh, really mm -hmm. good. It's like. Um, not really traditional tostada, but it's a little bit healthier, maybe more California influence. Um, the breakfast bun is a great little egg slut style breakfast sandwich that... Um, which we made a vegan version of, which uh, won the vegan street fair savory category last year. Oh, wow. no kidding. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Especially um, in L.A. I know. We were, that's the biggest we vegan event like that in the country. So we were very surprised by that. Wow. I have a question about the name of the place. Spoke is such a perfect name for this place. It's one of those places. It's one of those names where, like, you have the name and you open up the place just so that you could name it that name. <laughs> I mean, it just, like, fits. It's so perfect. Well, did you, did you have that one, like, ready and waiting as soon as you opened, or did, did you guys think about that one? I, don't I think know. I got uh, Honestly, dirty secret about our name is, and I don't think either of us really loved the name at first. I was looking for something, you know, one of those cool one-word names. Yeah. You know, and I was like, and it just... 
came down to spoke. <laughs> <laughs> it was a process of elimination. You just looked at a bike and like, uh, what's bike We thought about all the parts. Yeah, all the yeah. parts. Yeah. Derailer. Spoke. <laughs> and the biggest thing that I dislike about her name, honestly, yeah. uh-huh. is that it's really hard to, like, to draw a spoke. <laughs> like if you for like to know design. what it is, yeah. you know, like yeah. for anyone to know what. It is. So we, <laughs> but you can draw. That's a whole true. Wheel. You can draw a whole wheel. Yeah, there a you whole go. wheel. Like a stick. <laughs> yeah. Here's your spoke. We were just talking yeah. about this earlier today. Like I forget. Like we were talking about like going around and giving our neighbors cookies or something to like just you know like neighborly thing. And yeah. Like someone can dress up like a spoke. And like wait, <laughs> who is the most skinniest person here that looks? <laughs> Here's our <Yeah>. mascot. <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) Well, uh, listen, the food is extraordinary here. uh, And, of course, the bike shop is fantastic. But let's get down to business. This is a coffee podcast, after all. Mm -hmm. Uh, The coffee. We we go bike riding all the time. I ride all over this, this wonderful city of ours. And I stop at a lot of coffee shops. But there's always something special when I stop here. And I'm guessing it has something to do with you, Rich. I don't know, maybe (laughs) (laughs) since you started all that coffee stuff. uh, What is it that makes your coffee so amazing? Well, I mean, a lot of that, we have to give credit to our amazing roaster, Greg, of Tristero Coffee. Right. He is a wizard. He is a wizard. You call him the coffee wizard. He is the coffee wizard. We were talking about him all about the show. He roasts the beans out of his garage, right? He's had to move to a bigger location Oh, he finally now. moved to a bigger Okay, so there yeah. you go. There was uh, issues with that. Eventually, his neighbors complained about it. <laughs> oh, man, I would be over... If I were his neighbor, I'd be knocking on doors. Is it my turn for coffee now? <laughs> right, you would, I'm sure the easy way to make your neighbor stop complaining would be just give them give coffee. Him some coffee. Maybe that was know? the problem. Is they, He just had to give too much to the neighbors. Maybe. He's tired of giving away his or product. Or they like, had some sort of health issue and they could no longer have caffeine. It just made them bitter every day. <laughs> <laughs> but the Tristero coffee, it's pretty unique. I mean, at one point, we talked about this too, is one one of the top coffees, beans, and uh, roasters in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you land them? And why? it seems like you're one of the only uh, coffee shops here in this town that, that serves them. Funny you say that. Um, yeah, at first we were um, we were rotating different roasters early on. Okay. All the a bunch of different local roasters around LA. Ten Speed for a while. Mm-hmm. Copa awesome. Vita, Bar Nine. How did this come up? Uh, um, we we well, realized we that we lived in Atwater. Uh-huh. And, um, he roasts in Atwater. Roasted. Greg was having coffee hours at his place for a few hours on a Saturday or Wednesday. Or maybe Wednesday. both. And he was a cyclist, and he had a large cycling community. He used to deliver his beans by bicycle. I so, heard about that. He had that a lot um, of celebrities found out about him. People found out about him. He would literally go around town trying to deliver his coffee. And it was uh, he had kind of a little cult following. Yeah. And I was going over there and trying it out, and I was like, man, this is amazing coffee. And uh, I was like... He's not in any of the cafes here, and we, we I couldn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> so she actually went to him. And I just asked if he Yeah, we were like, we're like, listen, dude, we're starting this. We have this project going on, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, I know you're into bikes and coffee and beer and food in the L.A. River. He's really into, too. And I'm like, you got to come check this out. I, and, and it had to be a, like, sign me up. We're, you know, 
<laughs> perfect combination. Yeah, and he's been, you know, we've been pretty much exclusive with him since then. Because wow. he came down here and he's like, oh, man, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. And now you can come here every Wednesday and have, he has like his like social hour here every Wednesday from 10 to 2. So people still pick up their beans from him. Oh, really? And he'll play you in ping pong. And if you win, you can win a bag of coffee. Well, no kidding. And you can ask yeah, him. And he's really bad at ping pong. You can ask him questions. I bet I'm worse. We- <laughs> I'm about to just pay for it. <laughs> and he won't be mad at me for saying that. I thought he was good. I thought no. that's why he did it. Wait, is no. this some kind no. of con job here? I don't know. Trying it's to lure us in here? I don't know what the truth is. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's extraordinary. And I got the chance to meet him. He's a really cool guy. He, and he just loves coffee and just laid back kind of guy. Uh, so, uh, and he brings these uh, the beans to you, but you're the only ones that carry it, right? You're the only ones that serve it. Mm-hmm. You can also buy it at uh, the Handy Mart in Burbank, which I hear, mm-hmm. and, or get it directly from here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tell me what what you're brewing today. Well, let's talk, actually before you do that, let's talk about what we what we got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ordered some coffees. Uh, we have the uh, uh, the americano. Now, this is all Tristero uh, beans. What what are you using for the americano? That's our uh, signature blend, okay. espresso blend that he makes for us. Okay, and it's usually Guatemala. Base. Guatemala and Rwanda, Rwanda and, and Ethiopia. Okay, blend. Yeah. it's got a really good earthy base, and mm-hmm. and then the like the you know the Ethiopian the, the top notes, the berries the fruities, and stuff kind of yeah. come out. They mm-hmm. they hit you real good in the in the end. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Absolutely, it's beautiful, yeah. and it, it's it's perfect. And then we also ordered because we just love coffee. We have four cups of coffee, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me and Miles. Uh, then we we also ordered the pour over. What are you doing with the pour over? The pour over is a basically a rotating um, different Tristero single origin roast. And this is the Ethiopian. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, let me tell you, uh, I love Ethiopian coffee, but this one is so bright, so uh, colorful. I almost want to say that because it just every note that is on that bag, that you every berry, you can taste it. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a, a smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> in coffee I, form. <laughs> I love the ones that he brings in sometimes, and the description is all the berries. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. He's absolutely right because it, it just, it's magnificent. I, I don't know how he does it because usually, you know, you get one or two berry notes, but this, you literally, it's like a smoothie. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, and then we, we also got the drip. The drip was a, what was that? I think it was the Mexico. Okay. The, Chiapas. Yeah, that one. Mm. What did you think of that, Miles? I thought it was, I thought it was great. It's more on the earthy side than the pour over, yeah. not as much fruit. Well, that's going to be a more earthy, just a really good version of a normal coffee. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, to top up for dessert, should I say, <laughs> we had the, well, no, I want to get this right, the orange ginger cubano. And now, I, by the way, I'm Cuban. <laughs> if you didn't know that. <laughs> no. I've never had an orange ginger cubano. It's magnificent. <laughs> I mean, the ginger really, really it, gets you. I mean, it's like a, it's a, I like the strong ginger. Yeah, but the sweetness drink, of the orange yeah. uh, balances it out, yeah. and it's perfect. I, by God, how did you come up with that one? <laughs> Were you just like, well, let's throw a little ginger oh, and a little no, orange juice? I kind of stole that one from the coffee shop in like the Bay Area. Oh, it, I just tried to re. I don't even remember what was in it, but we, it, it was some fancy drink, and I thought it was good, and tried to. We do it here. Well, we've been serving that since our very beginning in the coffee cart. Yeah. Um, and it's like definitely it's unique and you know yeah. it's, 
it's uh, a lot of people like come back for this is a couple that comes like once a year from like San Diego just to have that and sometimes when you go out and taste the <laughs> coffee all over the place you get inspired and want to come up with something similar or better you of know? course yeah. yeah yeah well it's it's absolutely magnificent it's you like know? a special occasion like on your birthday or yeah, something. yeah mm. or or every day <laughs> or every day <laughs> whichever you the prefer afternoon, the afternoon coffee the first one I, the morning coffee is like business after my four morning coffees <laughs> yeah so morning coffee is business the afternoon coffee oh, yeah. is like uh more free choice yeah yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> Well, uh, you so you have all these things here. You have the bikes, you have the bike shop, you have the coffee, you have the magnificent food. What's next? What are you going to build? Are, are you going to? Uh, is it going to be uh, another auto body shop or, <laughs> or what's a bridge going? across the river? They're, uh, they're building that. Yes, they are. Yeah. Are they really? They're this, yeah. this summer. That's right. We're so about close. to build a little kids area. All right. But. So there you go. So that's the new thing that you're going to do. Well, we both happen to be dads. Okay. And so we get a lot of kids here. You've probably seen them. I, absolutely the- every Saturday and Sunday. And is it going to be like a big uh, uh, play place or something? No, or? I mean, it's not that exciting. No. But we're like, <laughs> it's going to have a little fence and some fake grass and some, you know, more right. toys and little tables there spot where so parents can to enjoy their enjoy their coffee quietly. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. And they can, you know, because it's already a spot you can somewhat let your kids run around. Yeah. But they can just run out in front of a bike or something. So that's true. Be, yeah. Well, I mean, this is, uh, it's a brilliant idea. This is a magnificent place. What what would you say that this place means to you to have this all come together piece by piece to finally be where you're at? I mean, that must be pretty special, isn't it? Well, it's nice to hear. Thank you. Because sometimes you get kind of caught up in the everyday of trying to make it happen. And we are really lucky to have a lot of really great customers and people that come in here and let us know that we're doing a good job. Everybody needs that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, if you want, I can come keep coming back every time I stop by. I will remind you, you guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah, it, it does feel good because it seemed like kind of a, a, a big, it was like a kind of a big gamble. Even some of our friends were like, you guys are nuts. You know, what are you doing? Yeah. And um, you know, it was a gamble. I didn't know if anybody would ever come here. And... Yeah, it's been really, really popular. So Very popular, which is a great thing. <laughs> well, again, this is an amazing place. Uh, thank you both for making it happen. Yeah, thanks uh, we, we, And thanks for being on the show. Uh, we'll be coming back. And, and really, if anybody uh, is ever anywhere in this area, this is a must stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only for the amazing location, uh, but the coffee, the food, it's just... Uh, it's one of the truly unique places yeah, out here. It's worth it. And so uh, thanks, guys, for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank we you. appreciate you having us. Well, that was great to have them on the show, Miles. Yeah, that was really nice. Who would have thought that putting bikes in a cafe and all this <laughs> into one thing would be so special? But it really is crazily amazing. No, there's no other place like this that I've seen out here no, it, or you, anywhere, really. No, you have to come to this place and try it because... It'll surprise you every which yeah. way. And if you have a bike that's Especially broken. if your bike's broken. Yeah, bring it over here. <laughs> They'll fix it for you. <laughs> by car, by bike, get over here and try it. It's uh, a good business model, Jason. What's that, Miles? Go put some broken glass on the uh, on the bike path, <laughs> about a quarter mile up the path, quarter mile down the path. Uh-huh, sure. Just a little, you know, just in case your business starts going Well, down. that's a good idea. Yeah, should, we should mention that to them next time we see them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miles, we still have a little coffee that left here, especially this guava. Yeah, we do. We still have two cups. <laughs> yeah, why don't we uh, talk about our week? How was your week this week? 
Week was good, Jason. Yeah? I had something happen this week. My uh, four-year-old, I went grocery shopping with him this week. Uh, again, you seem to do that, and it always uh, turns into well, chaos. We need, we need to eat. <laughs> it wasn't chaos. He's getting good. His oh. new th- his, the thing he, w- he wanted me to do this time was to lay him in the cart and cover him with groceries, you know, <laughs> like completely cover him. That's great. I love that. Which was great until, you know, they, they want to get out because oh. it's too uncomfortable. Sure. And then that's a whole other process. Yeah. But anyway, we're, we're going around, and yeah. I finally, you know, <laughs> I get to the cereal aisle, which is like halfway through the trip. Uh-huh. He's like laying on the vegetables and the fruit yeah. he's got some cans and stuff and then i'm able to get you know there's like a kicks and cheerios and i lay it on top of them and you really can't see anymore that, that there's a child inside the cart <laughs> and so for several aisles we're rolling around and he starts asking me questions and oh, i'm uncomfortable and i start trying to reassure him that hey we're almost done i don't really want to like have to pull him out at that point right but then i realize like as i'm Reassuring, I'm gonna yell a little bit louder because he can't hear me under all the under all the groceries. <laughs> and then I start getting these funny looks from people in the store, and I'm wheeling this big cart around, yelling at my groceries, talk, talking to my groceries. Is I I realize why I was getting the funny looks. It's okay, we're almost done. We'll be out of here soon, uh, honey. Do you see this guy here? <laughs> we'll be out of here soon, buddy. He's talking Hang to his in cart. There. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Did he? Did he? Did he make? Did he survive the entire trip, or did you have to pull him out? Uh, I had to rearrange some ah. stuff, but he 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 made it almost to the end. <laughs> I, I think that's brilliant because. I mean, when yeah. you're kids, you love doing silly things like that. You do. And uh, but and then, you know, the last few people on that trip, there's there's a kid in there. Yeah. <laughs> there's a child. That's right. Where did you put the eggs, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did, on top. Okay. <laughs> That's brilliant. We get to the checkout stand. Yeah. Like, we're here. Hey, we're here. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, I'm tight. My son's under this under this pile. You know, what I think is great, Miles, is that he's going to remember that. You know, he's going to, and then, and not only that, he's going to want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's got another year or so left, and then he's probably just too big too for big? the amount of groceries yeah. that we have to get. Don't you notice that? Uh, it's harder to pick up your child. Uh, you know, remember when you just pick him up, put him somewhere? Now, yeah. I pick up my eight-year, almost nine-year-old, and he weighs a ton. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible now. <laughs> so I guess, uh, you know, enjoy the uh, cart pushing while you can, because <laughs> it's going to end soon, sadly. It's turned more into like a fireman's carry than, a, <laughs> That's true. than like picking up a child. I just like do a guided sleepwalk a lot of the time, oh, especially. You know, if you're taking them to the bathroom in the middle of the oh, night, no, I don't do it's that. Like, here we go. We're walking. We're walking. <laughs> Stop. Left turn. Right turn. That's a brilliant idea. I got to train him to do that. <laughs> yeah. How was your week, Jason? Oh, my week. Uh, my week was a very good week, actually. But I had also a lot of firsts this week. You know, first things that first uh-huh. time ever happened, kind of things. Oh. And I'll kind of run down the list here for you. Let's hear. Uh, you know, we, as you know, and some our listeners know, I have a very big dog. It's a great day. Uh, she's uh, a little over two years old. She's you know pretty much pretty full grown. You'd say she's big, wouldn't you? Uh, she is pretty big, <laughs> fairly fairly big. <laughs> and uh, not for a horse, but for a dog, she's pretty big. <laughs> and so uh, we have this uh, down the hallway, one of our hallways in the house. Yeah. There's this big mirror that goes from the ceiling down to the floor, and uh, you know the dog has passed it millions of times but there was the first time that she stopped yeah. and saw another dog in the mirror 
<laughs> and it turns out that we all watched it happen because it was like we were, you know, it's like she started looking. It's like, what? What is that? And then she started doing this. Really? <laughs> yeah. For about five minutes, my boy was on the floor rolling because <laughs> it wouldn't stop. She just didn't figure. It. And then, and then one at one point, it finally kicked in. He's like, "Wait a second, I think it's that's like, me." Oh, this thing! I've been here before. <laughs> so that was a first. Maybe she's just changed so much. She didn't recognize Maybe herself. that could be it. Uh, uh, the first time that my boy said, "You know, I want to learn how to cook breakfast." Wow. Yeah. So he started cooking breakfast, and I uh, we've talked about this before too. My boy eats a lot of breakfast. Uh -huh. You know, it's not just uh, one little cereal. No, no. He, he his typical breakfast. Let me explain it to you: is two eggs, uh, probably two to three slices of turkey bacon, uh, it's two pieces of toast, uh, banana sometimes, and and a couple other things. Jeez, man, you look. It sounds like you cooked the breakfast that I would see <laughs> on a cereal commercial when I was like eight. It'd be like Lucky Charms is part of this complete yeah. breakfast, and there would be a bowl of Lucky Charms, and, and then there would be else. everything you just described. <laughs> yeah, well, he everything he eats everything but the Lucky Charms. <laughs> How do you find the time in the morning to well, make it, all that breakfast? We've I got barely it down have enough time science. to get the milk on the cereal. We've got it down to a science now, uh, and it, we we only have one. You have twenty, uh, <laughs> but. But he decided, he says, Mommy, Daddy, I want to learn how to cook breakfast. And I said, well, this is fantastic. He's almost nine years old. Let's get to it. Because I was, at, when I was a kid, I told him, I was learning, I learned how to cook for my grandfather when I was six years old, how to do breakfast. And abuelo. So, uh, mi, mi abuelo. And Does he know you're Cuban? <laughs> and Does so, he know he's Cuban? My boy, yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah he knows. Oh. And so my wife well, went into the kitchen, showed him how to do the turkey bacon, how to be safe, how to do all that stuff, how to break open the eggs, put it on there. And lo and behold, the, he made breakfast for the first time. Wow. And it was fantastic. And he says, I'm going to do this every morning. So the next morning, he did it again and was like, oh, man, this is great. Oh. And then the next morning, he made his own breakfast. And then the next morning... <laughs> He said, I'm done. <laughs> well, you got three breakfasts out of it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that is actually probably that, above average. That is right, right. So that uh, was and the, he knows how. So now you can force him to well, you can't force, yeah, force him. him. But down the no. road, it's gonna come back to, to pay off. <laughs> that's funny because when I get breakfast in bed, like yeah. for my birthday or right. Father's Day, uh -huh. it is usually like an apple on a plate. <laughs> I think you need to sit uh, getting in the kitchen and teach them like how to a cook. Full, a full apple <laughs> that rolls off the plate usually by the time it gets to me. Well, it's the thought Not that counts. Oh, it's great. Yeah. If my kids hear this. It is It is really cool. <laughs> However, <Yeah. laughs> they need to learn how to If they did cook. learn how to make breakfast, it could be even cooler. Uh, we had another first miles. We went to the roller coaster theme park, uh, Six Flags. Uh -huh. And now he be has an obsession of roller coasters. Although, let me clarify, he went on a roller coaster that's more for kids. He refuses to go on the big ones, and he makes me do it for him. <laughs> I love roller coasters, so I don't mind. I used to. I feel like I don't go to amusement parks that much anymore, but yeah. when I go, yeah. I have a w way less fun on roller coasters <laughs> than I used to. I just yeah. don't Is, enjoy them anymore. I still think they're fun. I enjoy it. It doesn't bother me. A lot of people say as you get older, it gets less uh, enjoyable. But uh, I don't know. I still get on it. I still have a good old time. Well, maybe it's just the crazy ones that go upside down, and I don't know. I like that. And but he, the, he's gotten obsessed with them now. He's starting. He he talks about it almost every night at dinner. Well, I think if we build a roller coaster and we do it this way, and it would be cool if it drops this way. Look, would you go on a roller coaster that does this? That's the whole conversation. You're like, son, why don't you just worry about making breakfast? <laughs> That's Slow right. down. It's one thing at a time here. How are my eggs coming? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Roller coaster. Yeah. Is that toast almost ready? 
That's right. <laughs> Make sure that butter's on both pieces. <laughs> we also, I also had a first on my bike, Miles, since we're here at the spoke. I figured this is a perfect time to tie you. No your training first. wheels? No. <laughs> no, that's right. I'm way beyond that. But, uh, you know, sometimes when you're riding a bike, you ride through a, a park or something to, to go to a certain place or whatever. Yeah. I was riding through a park, and I've had this happen before, where a pine cone from a tree falls right near you, and had you been there a couple seconds later, you would have yeah. fallen right on your head, but eh, no big deal. I bought a helmet. So I was riding through the park, and all of a sudden, I see this big old what looks like a pine cone crashing down right two feet in front of me. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to dodge that one. And then I look down at the pine cone rolling towards me, and it was not a pine cone, Miles. It was a rat. Apparently, <laughs> these, these birds above me dropped the, this rat that they a had. A live rat? Uh, no, it was, it was uh, eaten somewhat. Oh. <laughs> it was terrible. It was a carcass? <laughs> Nasty. I missed. I, I dodged. I dodged a rat. I think they're trying to send a message to you. <laughs> Maybe that's not quite appetizing uh, discussion, but it's true. It was a first. <laughs> birds dropping a rat carcass on you. Yeah. Yeah, they, that's never happened to me. I always wonder if the birds are like, "All right, see right there. See if you can hit them. See if you can hit them. All right. Oh, so close. <laughs> oh, I, bet, I bet they do. <laughs> and then my last first thing that happened. This is an interesting one. You know, my boy likes to play fight. You know, they get on the bed and uh, and he, you know, uh, tackles or no real fists or anything like that, but just playing around and stuff. And my wife got, uh, he challenged my wife and my wife, you know, went in there unwillingly, but she did it anyway. So they're on the bed and it's just the horseplay kind of stuff, right? And so I'm in the other room, I'm letting them do their thing. And then my wife comes and she's she's crying. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, uh, so what happened was uh, they were fighting. <laughs> Jeez. And she she fell, so on the edge of the bed. She was sliding off the bed, but then she slid too fast. And it's we have a high bed, and she went down shoulder, and then her shoulder hit the took the impact, the most of the impact, and then her head hit the ground, and she literally tore a few ligaments in her shoulder. What? Yeah. So you know what you I said? Crazy house. I said, well, there, that's Daisy. what you get a young lady for f play fighting. <laughs> Yeah, no horseplay. <laughs> this is not allowed. She's no better than that's that. That's why I say no horseplay in our bed. <laughs> so it was a. That's right. It was a week of first, and uh, and that was the uh, outcome. Although she's okay now. Uh, she, you know, uh, it's been a few days, and uh, she's doing much better. Uh, I hope you're you're reminding her of uh, of her misbehaving, <laughs> play fighting. I, I do it every moment I okay, yeah. every opportunity. Just I make can. sure the shoulders like to. <laughs> At least somewhat better first. No, that's too bad. That's yeah. uh, no, she's but luckily she's okay. always fun. It is fun, and but uh, she's okay. It was just an accident. My boy felt terrible, but she, you know, he eventually realized it wasn't his fault, and then he laughed. No, he didn't laugh. <laughs> well, uh, we're still here at Spoke Bicycle Cafe in Frogtown, Elysian Valley, and uh, we're about to wrap this thing up, Miles, because I think they're closing up shop. I think they are. <laughs> uh, this is a great place. I mean, again. Bikes, food, and amazing coffee. Uh, if you even if you just come for the coffee, you'll be glad you did because it is worth every sip. It's just amazing. It's just uh, it's a, one of those coffees that just you talk about and talk about and talk yeah. about. Yeah, definitely a unique place. Yeah, uh, not many places you can ride your bike into. Not many places you can sit here outside looking at the river in it, L.A. That's right. So. It's it's uh, we're we're lucky to have it and so glad uh, that we can keep coming back because I'll be coming back for more. That's for sure. That's right. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, if you did. 
uh, take a second to subscribe. It's easy to do and doesn't cost a thing. And if you really like our show, tell your friends to listen. All these things help us to continue to make our show, and we really appreciate it. That's right. Please do. And if you have an idea for a show, a topic, or someone you think we should have on, or a coffee shop that we should visit, whatever it is, hit us up at coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll also find links to our socials and emails, too. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks again to Lori and Rich for coming on the show and sharing some amazing coffee and food and all this information. It's been great. Yeah, many thanks. And thanks to all of you for listening. And until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason. <laughs>